And we're back. Welcome to season two of A Couple of Dropkicks from the Whitman Oval. Uh, you've got me, Nick, here. We've got on the other end, down at the hangar, I think. Is that you there, the point Jake? Called, point Cook Hangar. We're back here at the hangar, not the NEC hangar, the uh, Point Cook Hangar. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back at the uh, Couple of Dropkicks from the Whitman Oval, the uh, supporters podcast for Western Bulldogs Football Club. Good to see you back, Nick. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's um, I'm back at the edge of Suburbia Studios, but uh, my time here is is counting down, um, and it'll be very soon to be moving to a new studios, um, which I've, I've calmly called um, the Ed, Edge of Sunraysia Studios. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, so a big move for the big man um, yeah. moving moving to Mildura here, but um, we um, still will uh, pick you up on the Zoom. Absolutely, and uh, I'll make sure the studio is ready for you when you uh, take the, the Propeller Rex up to see me for uh, <laughs> a face-to-face uh, podcasting session. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, some big news sort of on, on our sides in the, in, in, over the break, um, but I guess the more interesting thing, we don't have to talk about us all this time, is about how, how the girls have gone and how the season's sort of shaping up and, and I guess where we're looking at, um, you know, getting really close to the, to the first bounce. Um, next Wednesday, and um, with the with the, with the men's and the women's sort of finishing off, you know, getting really nail biting situation. Um, a bit of a cliffhanger ending with the women's comp, it uh, is. but there's been a hell of a lot of good footy, um, great footy from the women's team, and some um, good uh, dress rehearsals for the men's team so far. So, um, mm. if you've you've missed your footy. Um, during lockdown and during COVID, um, you're getting uh, richly rewarded at the moment if you're a doggy supporter. Yeah, absolutely. And and with the, the women's sort of situation, it's got shades of, I think, 1990. You're waiting on the finish of another game to see whether or not you're going to be making it in. So it's going to be quite an interesting um, sort of situation for for all Bulldog supporters um, to see how, the, how the, the girls finish off and how we, um, if we get to play in the finals or we get to watch them. Um, so, yeah. uh, f- fingers crossed. Yeah, um, we're depending on the results from other teams, but um, they've they've done a really strong run up to the, um, uh, at the end of the season. So, fingers crossed they can uh, slip into the into the f- finals. Yep, absolutely. So let, let's maybe um, maybe jump t- chat about the girls maybe a little bit later on. But let's maybe look at the, what, how the practice have been for the for the men's. Um, we've had a couple of runs. Uh, an intra-club, a practice match, and we've had the, the community series as well against Brisbane. All very um, telling sort of starts of the season. Um, lots of sort of descriptions of it of being a, um, basically a, a regular season um, level of pressure with all the games that we've played and some interesting sort of movements and, and new positionings for some of the players and introducing of some more, uh, some of our recruits, which is always great to see as well so yeah some really really good hit outs and um the, the team um following on from last year's um heartbreaking loss in the grand final um have got all guns blazing and they've got all the majority of their starting uh, 21 fit and playing um and they've shown their wares and um the um, the game style of the doggies that quick moving um, ball movement um across the field um to its um, best display in, in a couple of practice matches against very strong competition. Um, we've um, doubled up and or doubled down uh, with our two m- main practice matches against uh, Essendon um, in an intra-club and uh, match. And then uh, we had the Brisbane Lions in the community um, community round practice match and against very strong opposition. 
uh, the doggies uh, for the dress rehearsals um, are looking extremely fit and uh, running on top of the ground. And um, their star players um, are all looking at their peak, um, as well as some um, good improvement um, from some of those recruits and also some um, return to fitness for some of our key players as well. Yeah, it was really good to see uh, a couple of them having a good run. Um, Vandermeer getting a good run for, for both games. Um, he's sort of stepped up a little bit, I think. Um, he's uh, just his movement and he's sort of running into, into packs and running out of packs with the ball. I think that was a great little highlight that I've sort of seen. He's been one of my sort of ones that sort of stood out uh, during this preseason. I think he's looking to have a really good season and have a great presence on the ground. Um, absolutely. Yeah, we need that speed and dash, um, particularly um, against those top teams um, when it comes to the uh, the real uh, rounds. Uh, the um, performance of Ed Richards in the practice match against Essendon was a highlight as well. And um, he's got a good um, burst of speed. And it looked like Steph Martin was fit and moving well. Um, the big the big Ruckman, um, 35-year-old, nearly 200 games uh, veteran, um, looked free of injury. And he was backing up his good ruck work with um, his second efforts and his work on the ground. Um, and that was very good to see, as well as sporting uh, an excellent new haircut, Nick, Uh short back and sides uh he was looking uh, tough and mean so he's looking the goods at the moment yeah i think he's sort of uh popped into our local barber at, at the ground who's who's the one who likes to give the cuts to everyone again jace i've got tobes tobes, tobes. Uh, he's he's tobes. A, bit, a bit of uh, spare time so he uh, gets the clippers out yeah uh, he might have given him that rude haircut but um certainly um you know when you've got the tandem duo of English and Martin um, all um, moving well in the ruck and then well around the ground. Um, it really um, um, creates opportunities for the other players. Um, um, as, and English is looking a little bit stronger um, and he's, his work around the ground is excellent as well. So, and a mm. good forward option. So um, the, ruck, the ruck stocks are looking healthy and yep. and um, um, looks good for the start of the season against um, um, competition. Yeah, I'm 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 am hoping that uh, that Timmy sort of gets that tap play just worked out a bit better this year. I think that was an, an area that he sort of needed to work on over the summer, and hopefully, with the um, the experience of, of Martin and uh, twelve months of experience of Martin at the club, that his sort of gameplay and and his sort of I guess control within the centre comes through um, fairly quickly. I think that was just one area that he sort of needed to work on a bit more. Uh, who else has been a standout for you, Jace? Through, through. Um, well, well, I think um, you know it, it's the usual um, stars um, of the team who are uh, running well and performing well. Ba- Bailey Dale um, is looking great um, in and around um, um, the back half, um, moving the ball forward into space. Um, and then you've got um, certainly the um, the engine room um, working really well. Adam Trelaw, Marcus Bontempelli, McRae, all looking great. Mm. Um, Liberatore uh, looked okay, um, but we didn't side him in the second practice match. Um, but Trelaw and Bontempelli were looking exceptional, and so was Dale and um, Caleb Daniels. Um, mm. And additionally, Josh Dunkley um, seems to be stepping up um, his um, um, action in, in, in and under um, in, in those sort of uh, contests in the middle. Um, so there's the, 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 engine, the very rich engine room, um, the players are, are looking pretty smart uh, in and around the ball. Yeah, Trelaw has had a, a, re- a great sort of um, start um, this year round. He hasn't got the uh, 
the drama of what's happened, you know, 12 months ago with him leaving Collingwood. He's, he's fresh-faced and um, just he's shone really well during during our practice matches. Lots of run um, and finishing really well. Um, two goals against Brisbane, two goals against um, Essendon as well. So he's going to be um, damaging, I think, with that sort of outside run, which he's sort of been known for, um, and that finishing that we've sort of been longing to sort of see from him. So it'd be great to see him sort of continue that uh, that um, level of of quality for the for the you know, for the start of the season. Um, how do you think North is going? With sorry, with sorry, I'm jumped into you. Um, how no, do you sorry. think Norton? Yeah, Norton. Yeah, how, um, how you he, he is flying. Um, mm-hmm. Is the best way to put it. Um, he um, looks um, back to his previous level of confidence in um, contesting for contested marks, um, taking or trying to take marks from behind the packs. Um, the the only question um, that is really put to him as as a player is when they double up on him. So I think the doggies are very mindful to give him the space he needs to have a fair contest against his opposite player. I think there is uh, a case in a couple of practice matches where the doggies employed a second uh, defensive forward to actually just hold off the um, the second opposition um, backman to to spoil. Um, And that's given um, Norton the opportunity to have a clean run into contested packs. Um, He's looking confident. Mm. Um, He's um, confident running in for goals. Um, I've always said he could do something to improve that run in, but uh, given the way he flies for pack marks, uh, I'm not going to um, peg him down any points on that. Um, so yeah. this could be that year that he makes his big mark, um, mm-hmm. a Wayne Carey-esque um, type player in the Doggies team when we're in that uh, premiership window um, that we've talked about. Um, so looking forward to him having a big season. Yeah, absolutely. And with his... Uh... Confidence, we can see that actually on the ground uh, quite vis- visually uh, with the the white bandana. He's he's bringing back bringing back the, the headband, the headband, headband back. So it wasn't expecting to see that during summer, but uh, he brings out something special. I think last year he was going with with uh, I think with the buns, I think, or something like that, the man bun. But net this year he's gone with the the full bandana. So I think that's well, he's, look, he's looking for the Brownlow votes. I think he's trying to stand out yeah. uh, in in a team full of um, very unique characters of the doggies. Um, um, so, no, uh, uh, he, he brings a bit of flair. Um, yeah. if, if he doesn't take the, the pack mark, he brings the, the ball down to ground. Mm. Um, it was always going to be a question about how we could protect him with, with Bruce out for a period of time. Yeah. Um, and, I think, and I think the doggies have, have got a bit of a system in place to support him. Um, yeah. At one point against Brisbane, it was um, Cordy mm-hmm. um, playing the defensive forward role. Um, and other times, um, Hannon, um, the big body Hannon, um, also plays a similar role. So yeah. um, I think I think they're quite mindful that they don't have the um, you know the other heavy body of Bruce as a target. Um, so I just want to give him a bit of free run. English is still um, a forward option for them, resting in the forward line. He's still um, a good contestant mark and a great kick uh, for goal. So he's mm-hmm. still an option in the forward line. Um, but certainly, you know, the, the way that uh, Norton can not only be a forward option, but move up the ground and take those strong contested marks on the wings that we've seen over the last year um, is something that he's continuing to do through the practice matches as well. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, good to see how he goes with that role. Um, this year was sort of, um, he sort of fell into that position in the second half of the year when they were sort of trying to figure out, you know, the number one ruck situation with Louis Young sort of taking that role for a little while um, as he was trying to find his form again. 
Um, I think Martin as well, his understanding of what we need him to do when he's resting the forward line as well has gotten a bit better. Um, a couple of occasions where he was, um, you know, taking those contestants, but actually tapping the the marks to uh, to running bulldog players, and there was a couple of goals that came from that. So that's been, I think, just an extra bit of, of um, street smart when it comes to uh, what to do in the forward line when you're a big fella. Uh, and I think he's done quite well with that. Um, what about what about the new recruits, Nick? What are, what are they showing at this point in time? Well, we've had couples sort of running through uh, during the, uh, the practice matches. Um, uh, we had uh, Rob McComb from the from the VFL system pop up. Arthur Jones uh, was there as well. Both showed uh, some some potential, some flash, some flair. Um, Arthur Jones was uh, really great in that half forward line, sort of bit of a niggly sort of um, sort of. Uh, player that's sort of playing on the outside. Um, he finds a bit of space, very good disposal, um, and um, set up um, a, a great goal during the game against Essendon. Mm. Um, he looks like a dangerous um, player on the outside for the doggies if he can um, bring some consistency. Mm. Um, but it looks like he's um, potentially someone who will get a few games this year. Yeah, I think so. And I think also with Rob McCone uh, running in the, in, the, in the back line um, and then sort of sneaking into the mids, I think he will have a bit of a potential, a bit of a run as well. Um, he sort of played, he showed a bit uh, again against um, against Essendon uh, in that second half uh, when the, when a lot of the senior players were rested. Um, so I think he's sort of one that's sort of standing out as well. Those two, I, I don't think, are too far from making their debuts um, this season uh, if they keep that sort of play up. Um, um, what, what about our um, uh, our great hope, um, Jamara? Um, how's he looking? He, um, he he doesn't seem to have progressed um, from last year. He seems to be about the same spot he was um, yeah. last year in relation to getting a game or, or consistent performance on the ground. Um, oh, he, he played um, for the uh, Essendon game. He played the whole game. Um, so that was sort of good to have him on there for that time. Um, he was a bit of a target, which was good, but the um, I guess the the body-on-body the, the body pressure that you sort of want him to sort of have in his repertoire was sort of, um, I guess, not as strong as we wanted it to be, especially starting off the season. Um, maybe a little bit sluggish um, at times. Um, maybe just, uh, just sort of not quite you know, switched on with what we wanted him to be. Um, but okay, I think... If he's going to be pushing hard, I think that commitment has really got to come through um, through the VFL system before we'll be looking at him, I think, again this season. Yeah, that's probably a, a good summary. I, I'm looking at some of the vision from the practice match uh, against Essendon. Seemed to be um, second to the ball um, and not battling out um, mm-hmm. the contest when it was in the forward line. And it was sort of the same sort of question mark um, at periods last year when he had opportunities um, in the team. Um, he, he great lead, and when you could find him in space, good mark, great kick, um, but just needed him to to bring more to the contest um, in in a defensive forward scenario, um, and that seemed to be uh, missing um, in in the game against Essendon. So, hopefully, um, he'll spend a bit more time building up um, his game. Um, he's certainly supported and surrounded by um, people like the Bonton and, and others in the club, trying to urge him to to lift um, his standards and and lift his performance. Um, so hopefully um, we might see that in the coming weeks. Yeah, I hope so as well. I hope that he sort of has a great start in, the, in the, with all the VFL prackies that are going to be happening soon and, and that he's he's pushing to, for a selection, um, which is there's a gap for him there um, in that forward line. 
uh, as a second tool and a, and a um, high-flying tool that it can be. Um, but he's got to get there. He's got to do all the other stuff around around the ground uh, to be ready to sort of go with that. Um, yeah, so that, that was sort of where we're going from there. Look at in, anything else from the from the Brisbane game that you thought sort of jumped out at you at all, Jace? I, I, I sort of saw that it was a bit uh, a, sort of a um, game of two halves, really. Um, with um, yeah, I think um, Brisbane a bit cleaner into in the forward fifty with their dis- their disposal and, mm-hmm. and and the doggies were patchy at times. But when you're playing against such a strong team like Brisbane, um, that is going to happen sometimes in terms of where momentum sits. Um, I thought they did well to continue to fight back to the end of the game and showed good level of fitness and a desire um, to take it up to Brisbane. Um, the, the game with a couple of chances late could have gone either way, mm. um, a close result in the end, um, but the quality of, 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 of Brisbane was telling in the end and particularly in their ruck stocks from the cluggage. Um, I think, um, yeah, the, the doggies treated it as a pretty serious um, dress rehearsal for the start of the season against quality opposition. Um, and I thought um, they showed a, um, a lot of speed and flair um, and good moving the ball. I think um, um, it was a good, it was a good hit out for the doggies. Um, mm. Some good um, comebacks from players like Crozier. Um, he looked, he looked really comfortable and, and good um, around the ground. Um, some questions about um, whether Keith will come back. Um, his injury was, um, um, a little bit concerning, um, yeah. and um, Hannon's um, got a bit of a, an ankle niggle. Um, and then there's questions, I think, about Gardner as well, um, who you sort of might have in your starting starting lineups. Um, and then we've, we've probably got another, you know, person you'd pick in your first 21, O'Brien, out as well um, with, with a hamstring and um, really keen to see him slot into the team and, and act as that sort of... Um, Eastern Wood-esque, yeah, yeah, Eastern Wood-esque yeah. um, intercept marker and um, half half-back flanker, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I was really impressed um, with the doggies. Some really really good performances. Trelaw was great and Bont was great. Um, Norton mm. three goals, um, and they um, they mixed it up in a bit in the middle as well. So Dunkley and Trelaw had a bit of time in the middle, um, which yeah, was good to see. Together and, uh, as well, which was yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that yeah. romance is continuing to grow, Jace. Um, well, it looked pretty impressive in, in the engine room when it was um, um, operating on the day, on the night. Um, so, yeah, impressive, impressive performance. Um, did you get to see any of the replay, Nick? Yeah, I did. I sort of caught, um, I think most of the game I sort of ended up watching. Um, but it was it, some of the interesting things that I sort of picked up was uh, crazy is a sort of movement on the half, so as he crept up to half forward and they, they bombed from 50. Um mm. I think um, the, the backman sort of said, if, if you one of you guys can do that, I can do that as well. And Bailey Williams did a little shimmy and a shuffle and, and did the same thing off one step uh, from the 15 and got a, a goal as well. So that was you know quite um, quite entertaining to sort of see those uh, halfback flankers sort of sneaking up and and sort of hitting the scoreboard and hitting it truly as well. Um, for me, I, I think also just it, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of flow sort of coming through. We've got some players who are just doing what they need to do. McRae had a great game um, yep. once again um, and just, you know, that that control of the ball and and that playmaking that he does. Um, and, you know, you've already spoken about Duncan and Laura as well, and I think they're just the ones that are really going to be uh, great to watch this season. And the Bond, um, yes, the Bond performed well too. Yeah, he did. Absolutely, he did. Um, okay, so I think that's that sort of... Uh, where to next, I think, Jace. We've got our, our big game um, in six days' time. I thought we might, um, perhaps we can do a little preview just in a moment. Um, 
and then perhaps you know we talk about how the girls are going it's been a, an interesting time since the last time we spoke uh, we had uh, let's see two rounds of COVID affected uh, gameplay they played seven games in 30 days to catch up hectic hectic schedule um, yeah absolutely amazing you know, minimal rest time I think they had like three and four day breaks during that time frame mm. um, yeah. and, but uh, we've come out on the other end uh, with a really big sniff of the top six um, and we're just on the outside by half a game so what, what's been sort of the, the big sort of things that's popped out for you during this, Jace? What's, what's getting... Well, it, it was that really uh, interrupted start of, of the season with COVID in, impacting uh, a number of players and, and as you mentioned, the schedule of, of games. And um, it seemed to also impact the performances of the team when they, they first got going. Um, so some um, bad losses to uh, Melbourne and GWS early on the season. And I think the GWS one will hurt them the most. Um, given where they sit on on the ladder, um, but they just started to build a really consistent brand of football over the season. And even though they were um, having back-to-back games in, in short periods, they were really bringing to bear um, a good um, hard hardball um, contested footy um, style of game. And some of the players, after starting off on a bit of a slow slow start and a little bit under what you'd expected from their previous year's performances have really started to shine mm. um, and some really good performances from some up, up and coming doggies players as well as some um, as you would expect some really um, amazing performances from our seasoned stars as well yeah absolutely and we and that's sort of coming through Ali Blackburn's had a, had a great season Kirsty Lamb has has shone amazing i think if we perhaps if we had maybe a couple more wins uh this season it should be really pushing hard for the league best and fairest i think yeah she'll be in the mix um, i think so um, yeah. she'll be in the mix she, she might even pick ali for um uh, best and fairest she's had yeah. such an amazing season this year um and they've worked so well together um in the middle and around contested mm-hmm. ball um incredible incredible performance and um kirstie's just got so much confidence now in her game that mm-hmm. she takes Takes um, wins the ball and then takes the game on um, yeah. and um, is racking up disposals and clearances and is a real star in every game um, that we've played this year. Yeah, whenever there's a sort of a ball up and she's floating around, you know she's going to be running through the pack to, with the ball and, and keep going on to And I think there's many, many goals that we've got from her, um, just that sort of drive to get the ball, <coughs> sorry, get the ball out and head towards goals. <laughs> yeah, um, remember that she had a, a huge, huge game against uh, Richmond, I think was the, the high for the year, 27 disposals in, in a game mm. um, and, um, you know, um, racked up um, 17 kicks in that game um, and um, averaging just under 20 disposals this year per game. Um, so um, she's a, a ball winner. And as you said, um, she's unstoppable when she runs through the packs with the ball in her, her arm. So she's having a great season. Allie Blackburn is having another um, stellar season as captain. Um, she is um, inspirational leader, um, taking the game on when it needs to um, needs to happen. Um, and she's also racking up um, a huge amount of the ball. She's got a similar sort of um, set of stats to um, Lamb with um, just under 20 um, disposals per game. Um, and, um, you know, She's the the person you want, uh, kicking for goal um, when the game needs to be won. So um, those two have been incredible, incredible in the in the middle. Um, but it's also been some of those rising stars, and and you, you've um, you know you've you mentioned um, you know some of the performances of, of those veterans. But it's been the the up and coming um, players as well. So we've had two rising star nominations: Nick um, Elizabeth Georgia Stasis 
Um, and then this week, uh, Nell Morris-Dalton um, as well. So um, up-and-coming players who've um, really impressed um, coming up through the ranks and um, having a, a great season. In the case of Georgia Stasis, um, she's um, um, racking up um, um, career-high totals and disposals and um, um, inside 50s and, and tackles. Um, she had a great game against uh, Geelong. Um, and um, she's she's come up through the NAB league um, system. Um, mm. She's she's someone who's now p- putting in regularly um, very good performances week week to week. Um, she's racking up um, around about thirteen or fourteen um, disposals per game and a real threat um, in around the packs and towards goal. Um, now Morris Dalton um, has also come up through the draft, um, and she's someone who um, is is a forward option. Um, um, next to Bonnie Toogood um, and as someone who um, had an incredible game um, against the Eagles and that huge thumping win um, recently, um, 12 disposals, three marks, over 200 metres gain so, um, and two goals. So um, she's really impressed as well and coming um, um, along very nicely as a forward target. Yeah, absolutely. And very strong overhead as well, which is um, really great to see in that forward line. And you do really need that sort of, I guess, marking target. And Nell's um, got a, a great job with that and, and able to really read the play quite well and uh, to find space to give those opportunities for the dogs. Um, yeah. yeah, another one, looking at the back line, Jace, Eleanor Brown, she's she's stood out this year, don't you think, as well? Um, well, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. She's um, an athletic um, player. Um, she is... Um, Powerful and strong and um, great mark, good intercept mark, hard at the ball. Um, she's winning a lot of the ball um, as well as taking I mean, intercept marks for the team. Um, her um, high, highest um, disposal game, I think, was against uh, GWS, 19 disposals. Um, but she's relied upon to be a stop stopgap um, mm. for the ball coming back in the back line. Yep. And, and she yep. works hard and runs hard um, and, to um, cover, yeah. cover ground as well. And very strong uh, contested marks as well, which you sort of need as a, as a full-back, half-back sort of role. Um, and she's been able to do that quite well and then sort of general the ball out of the out of the back line and, and set up um, the rebound, which has been a great job that she has. And even pushing forward as well has been a bit of a, uh, I guess, a distracting target uh, for the opposition. Uh, yeah. Ashley Guest as well, Jace, what yep. do you think? Yeah, He's another one having another um, back back um, yeah. back player having a, a great season as well. Um, hard running, um, she's been a bit of a journey person um, playing at Melbourne and GWS, um, but she certainly slotted in as a key member of the doggies um, um, back line um, th- this year, um, and she is performing well um, every game and um, racking up those disposals. Was a key player in our um, surprise victory against the Adelaide Crows, um, hitting a high of fifteen disposals. Um, and covers a lot of ground um, in her games as well. So she's been a really important part of our defensive stocks um, in, in, in delivering um, um, return of the ball into our forward line as well. Yep, com- combining really well with uh, Eleanor Brown um, in that back line. It's been a great sort of combination with those two girls. Um, Celine, Celine Mood was another one that's it's, it's sort of taken on that um, that rock ju- the, the ruck duties um, after... Um, uh, our previous sort of uh, ruck option um, starts. Yeah, um, sort of the main lead, um, lead ruck for us. Mm-hmm. Um, um, tall player. Um, um, I think um, and she crossed from, from the Carlton VFLW side where her twin sister plays. And mm-hmm. we ended up with a taller, moody sister. Um, and she's been um, um, competitive in the ruck all year. 
um, as well as being a very good, um, strong marking option and uh, mobile um, around the ground. So um, she's been very important to the success of the doggies this year. Um, she had um, 12 disposals against the Gold Coast in round three um, and um, is averaging just under 10 disposals per game, 14 hitouts per game. Um, so she is an important cog um, in the doggies um, centre line and giving first options for the tap the ball to um, our players as well. Mm. Um, so, I mean, there's some of the players, Nick, that, you know, you'd, you'd sort of point uh, are doing extremely well, but you could probably throw a blanket over Fitzgerald, Lynch, Bailey Hunt, Naomi, Naomi Ferris, um, Alice Edmonds and Bonnie Toogood as other special mentions. Um, what do you like about the, uh, the recruits this year? So we've had some young players come up, Nick, as well as some mature age recruits. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, uh, Rocky Cranston being one that I've, that I've – it's almost my new favourite player with the women's team. Um, she's just got a great sort of um, – uh, uh, role on the ground, very strong and, and sort of lots of gut running that comes out of her um, to sort of get the, mo- the ball moving on. She's been great. Ellie Bennett's um, as well as has, has taken a great step um, since coming to the Dogs. Um, a couple of our first-year recruits like Isabella Grant has played pretty good as well. She's been, I think, playing, moving to the forward line just a little bit more, which has been great to see. Uh, Elizabeth Snell um, is another one as well who has um, shown... Um, with her first year. We've had a couple of injuries as well, though, Jason, which has sort of been a bit um, a bit disappointing uh, with us. We had um, Huntington go down again with a with an ACL. Um, yep. So that's her third one. So that's been uh, sort of a bit of a uh, bit of a downside of, of how the team's been going. Um, it's been a bit of a and a, a, a trend that's been going through the women's this season. Lots of um, oh, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah, and um, the number of number of times it happens, it just um, you know compounds the uh, uh, the misery of it. Um, hopefully, um, she'll remain upbeat and 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 do the recuperation required to get back because she's an incredible player mm. um, and a real um, champion of the game. So I think right across the competition, people were heartbroken to to see her. Um, go down, um, but certainly I hope um, she'll stick it out and return um, next year. Hopefully, yeah, I hope so as well. And 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 what she's shown because she went went back uh, last season and was working off the back line, and you know played a stellar season. And then she was given that opportunity to go back forward again, and and it sort of that that knee went down and and went again on her, which was a bit unfortunate. Um, so we are getting sort of to the to the pointy end of the season of the women's. We've got. Uh, one more round to go. We're, we're playing against Brisbane up at Mars Stadium. Um, we're going to be keeping a close eye on Friday night's game with Collingwood and and Richmond. Um, so who, who will you be barracking for in that game, Nick? Oh, Jace, it's, it's hard work, I tell you. you. You got you got the Conti and you got the Brennan on one side and then you got Collingwood on the other. Yeah, um, we, we are hoping for a, a Richmond, um, yeah. an unlikely Richmond win because um, it's the only way on the mathematics that the Doggies will have a chance to get into the six. Um, mm-hmm. Collingwood well, played exceptionally well against the, the Bulldogs in their big win um, at, um, at their home ground. So... Um, th- they're in a, they're an informed team, so it'd be surprising for Richmond to get up. But that's the only way that the uh, um, the Bulldogs can get into the final six at this point is is for them Collingwood to lose and us to beat Brisbane. What what do you like our chances against Brisbane, Nick? Oh, it's going to be tough. It, Brisbane is a very strong strong side. It's it's going to be a, a tough win. I know. I know we've pl- we've played them a couple of times over the last few seasons and have been. 
you know, very strong. They're, they're one of the powerhouse teams at the moment, whereas we're sort of on the cusp of greatness, if you know what I mean. So it's going to be a bit tricky, I think, for us. But um, we'll, I think the girls will put their best efforts in. It's a home game. Hopefully all the red, white and blue come out to Mars and, and, uh, and, and cheer them on, and hopefully that will get them over the line. Um, but um, it, it's one I'm, I'm not too confident in. But my confidence is when the when the siren goes and we're a point ahead. That's it. I'll be very confident. Okay. Well, fingers crossed, and um, we'll have a look at um, the result from that match uh, next time we um, um, come together. Yep, I think so as well. Um, one big news, bit of news came out about AFL Women's this week was uh, I think today it was is that they're moving the start of the season. So I don't know if you caught that one on, on the tubes, but it's um, going to be their first round. It's going to be starting during the bye week weekend before the finals, the men's finals start. What do you think of that? Okay. So, well, a longer season would be um, a better outcome for uh, the women's competition. Mm. Um, so um, if they can um, extend the um, amount of rounds, um, I think over time we need to support the women to become a more professional mm. competition. Um, and um, I don't don't see um, anything bad about um, changing the timing of it. Um, mm. We need to see what works for the women's comp. So um, if we can start a different time to extend the season, I'm all for it. And one, one of the things that sort of came through um, this season in particular is because it did start very early, was that the uh, the, 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 the timings of the games, uh, which were a lot during the middle of the day, where, you know, during summer, it's very taxing. Um, so I'm thinking that might have also been one of the reasons why they've had a big, bit of a shuffle and to think where it fits better um, in the AFL um, football landscape. Um, and I think it'd be great for them to start there. The focus, um, everyone's taking a pause with the men's comp and we say hello to the women's and we'll see how we go from there. Um, and I'm not too sure how, when it finishes off, but hopefully it's um, maybe it might be a split over the, the summer break perhaps. Maybe even I don't. But yeah, that, that should be good to see how, how that sort of plays out. Stay tuned. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So I think just to finish off, Jace, we're going to have a look at uh, the game that's happening in six days for us, like five days for everyone else who gets to listen to this. And that's the uh, the round one clash uh, against Melbourne. It's the grand final replay. It's it's the game that all Victorians wanted to see at the MCG, but but COVID got in the way of that. Um, and it's also going to be the unfa- unfailing, flailing, unfailing, unfailing, yep. unfailing of the uh, of the premiership flag um, for the Melbourne Football Club. So uh, I guess it's been interesting. I think it's it's uh, normally we don't we haven't had that sort of situation where we've had the the premiers and the and the uh, grand finalists go out and play the first round. I think not for a very long time. Um, it's we've had that sort of staple um, Richmond Carlton sort of start. Um, what, what's your feelings about the about that sort of approach to begin the season off, Jace? Well, it's, un- it's unusual, um, but it does sort of um, buy into that sort of um, grudge round sort of theme that seems to sort of come up in round one. Um, I think it's it's a case of giving the Melbourne supporters um, what they wanted as quickly as possible. Mm. Um, I think it's it's a good test for the doggies, um, particularly after um, uh, um, the events and and the the end of the, the grand final itself. Um, I think we look to, to people like Bevo in terms of how they've responded to that, and the doggies um, still look to be playing a great brand of footy and they're fit, um, which is interesting to see how they respond. 
um, to the environment of the MCG with the um, theatrics around the unfurling of, of the premiership flag. Um, Bevo um, recently, uh, recently as this week, talked about not really diving into deeply in term, terms of um, analysis of what happened in the game and pretty much moving on. Um, he says he hasn't. He's only watched the replay once and he hasn't really um, talked to the boys about it. Um, so I think I think we're leaving leaving past behind, um, and we'll take on um, the, the, comp, the competition's leaders um, in the first week and, and see how we match up. And uh, as we said about the previous practice matches against quality quality opposition, we're looking uh, fit and we're looking in uh, good spirits. So um, mm. we need to face these challenges. You need to take on uh, the best if you want to be the best um, and beat them. Um, so um, no fear. In, in relation to the first game. It's going to be a hell of a crowd, though, um, with Melbourne yeah. supporters uh, coming to um, view the view the event. And um, it, There's going to be a lot of cheese boards. Yeah, a lot of cheese boards <laughs> going to be fighting around, Janks. Um, uh, yeah, could be. Could be in the in the members' section. I won't be there, Nick, but um, I'll be in the in the future, um, Steve, Warney, um, um, uh, um, uh, um um, great former Great Southern Stand area, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, encourage the doggies to get down there. You, we need the numbers to get behind the boys. Mm. Um, in many ways, this is the grand final that um, we should have had um, at the MCG last year. We, um, it didn't happen, um, but um, it'd be good to see how we still match up against uh, quality um, quality opposition. Yep. So I've, I've had a bit of a bit of a think about it, Jace. I've been thinking about what's that what's that first side going to be running out. Uh, into the banner that uh, Danny McGinley used to write about, but he doesn't write about anymore. Um, so I've had a bit of a think. Uh, I've thought about who's going where, who's going to be in, who's not going to be in, what changes from the from the grand final side and things like that. So I've, I've had a bit of a play. I'll get have you taken? Um, you've, 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 you've taken Bevo spot, have you? You've yeah, just yeah, walked yeah, in and said, I, I look like Bevo. And yeah, match I'll take, I'll, I snuck in. I'll make I've the picks. And uh, I'll, I'll put it together. So I'm going from the back line. So take us through. Take us through. From the back line, we've got Bailey Williams in the pocket, Zane Cordy taking that full back position, and Taylor Duray. Uh, Duray's had a, a sort of a, a great role for us during the preseason, so it'd be great to see him sort of starting on the ground. Um, and then from the halfback line, we've got Bailey Dale to, to get that rebound and quick kicks happening. Josh Shackey uh, at centre half back, and uh, Eddie Richards uh, in the halfback flank on the other side. So I think that sort of um, that um, six pack of defenders, I think, are going to be setting up uh, quite well against the forward line of of Melbourne. Um, and I, I think we've got enough height up there and enough flair and, and enough sort of, I guess, rebounding nature but that I think we should be okay from that position. Um, no I, I think he's still got a sore ankle. I don't know if he's going to be in. I really don't. I'd be, it'd be nice. It would be nice. I haven't I haven't spoken to the uh, to the I guess the injury department yet, but um, he might be an emergency. Maybe, maybe we'll okay. see what happens. Take us through the take us through the middle. Yep. What's okay. next? Okay. So through the middle. So uh, from the wing, we've got Josh Dunkley on one wing, and on the other wing, we've got Adam Trelaw. That, that's so they can wave at each other and say hello and keep that bromance going. In the middle is uh, Jack McRae to sort of um, sort of steer that ship. Um, for the followers, we've got Steph Martin sort of starting um, starting in the centre, um, Marcus Bontempelli and uh, Tom Liberatore. I think he's going to come up from whatever little niggliness he had that got him to miss out on the Brisbane game. So it's, I think it's a pretty um, strong centre line. Um, 
with with some really, I guess, big playmakers ready to go. Um, yeah, so I think moving on to the the, the forwards, uh, Cody Waitman and half forward flank, um, astronaut in the in the centre half forward position, um, taking a Wayne Carey role, which he's going to be probably um, compared to about a thousand and four times this season. Uh, Lockie Hunter, I've done it once. Yep. Yes, we'll keep that count going. Uh, Lockie Hunter is on the other centre half forward position uh, in the forward pocket. Uh, JJ Johannesson is going to be there, ready to sort of sneak in and, and get those uh, tricky little goals that he's been working on. Uh, Timmy English will be starting at the traditional full forward position. A uh, bit of a decoy um, to begin with for astronauts to get his runs up. Um, and also Latham Vandermeer will be on the other pocket. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm really a big fan of, of Vanders at the moment, so I'm looking forward to see how he plays. Um, coming off the bench. So you, you, I, th- I think um, um, interesting choice between Cody Waitman and Jason Johansson, half forward and, and forward full forward line. You wouldn't swap them around, or is this one of your clever Bevo um, tricks and tactics, um, um, calling it on the, on the lineup, but then switching on when the play starts? Truthfully, Jace, I think I'm trying to keep Cody away from those goalposts. He, he loves running. <laughs> um, he's sort of he's still recovering, I think, from that that one of the in the prelim. I think was the prelim. Yes, prelim. I think it was that he sort of ran into it, and he was very um, hesitant in the uh, in the granny as well. So I'm just trying to keep him away from that those goalposts, so that when his confidence is back, he can do a little bit of a swap later on with JJ. Um, no worries, Robert, who, who's starting yeah. on the interchange bench? Who's who's on um, bench. coming on off, off the bench? Yeah. Okay, off the bench uh, is Mitchie Hannon. He'll be going into the forward line um, just to give him a, give um, astronaut a, an extra body to sort of get in the way of the of the opposition. Uh, Hayden Crozier has had a, a great preseason um, and he's been sneaking uh, going from the back line to the forward line, so he'll be running around there. Uh, Bailey Smith, uh, he still hasn't got a haircut yet, so it's really long at the moment. It's like like watching a um, a stallion sort of run through the the um, run through the beaches, you know, you're, you're hearing um, thoroughbred oh, horse. Yeah, yes. Noah Braithwaite's coming into my head when I see him run. Um, <laughs> so he's there, and um, his his cousin Rourke Smith will be on the bench as well. And Rourke's um, been um, since he's you know, gotten over those knee injuries that he's had. Um, he's had a great, you know, season second half last year, and yep. and he yep. sort of continued that in the preseason. So he'll get his run. Um, just and in case anyone, yeah, anyway, yeah, I think so. He's he's, he's been one. I think the dogs have been watching for a long. Dog supporters have been following for a long time. It's great that he's getting a proper run now. Um, so emergencies, just in case anyone gets a bit sore, we might get Mitchie Wallace coming in. Um, I'm hoping we get a spot for him somewhere this season so he can have a bit of a run and take his possibility. I do miss him in that forward line um, with that role that he had a couple of seasons ago. Um, so I do miss him, miss his role during that. Uh, Ryan Gardner, he may come in just in case uh, someone's feeling a bit sore. Guards, um, yeah. Guards might come in. You wouldn't um, think and- Bevo would want him in the starting lineup, Nick? Oh, you'd, you'd think He's so. He's a bit right? of a Bevo favourite, that one, isn't he? Guards. Yeah. Yeah, he is, but he, but he's had some injuries over the over the break, so he's he's probably just not one hundred percent yet. So maybe heartbreaking, I think, Nick. Heartbreaking. I know, I know. So you've got to make these calls sometimes, Jace. You have to. Mm. And uh, and our um, VFL recruit uh, Robin McComb will be 
potentially being called up just in case again if someone's feeling a bit sore he may get a run um so that's that's sort of my my team um you can take it or leave it um but i'll be sending it over to bevo and say well it's done for you mate or ready to go if you're nicely done good good selection we'll um we'll um compare it to the the final selection to see how close you got next week but um certainly the informed players are all on the page aren't they yeah, they, they absolutely are. I'm expecting what Bevo will end up putting out is just a, a team sheet, which is just A to Z. No positions are, are necessary. <laughs> just put them wherever he wants to put them. Um, so I guess it's sort of going from there, Jace, um, what do you think are going to be the, the biggest sort of issues that we're going to have to be worried about with that Melbourne side um, and where it's going to be won? Well, it's, it's, it's the rucks and it's the uh, engine room problems we um, had on grand final day. Um um, can we can we deal with Max Gorn and Jackson, and can we um, um, beat um, their engine room? Um, so I'm also concerned about a bit of the speed they have on on the outside, um, and hopefully Ed Richards and Vandermeer can put a bit of uh, their burners on to to help us there. Um, I think um, if we're playing well, we match up against them very well, um, and it'll be interesting to see um, how Melbourne are, are going with not they've got a. Um, premiership hangover or whether they're hungry for more mm. Mm. yeah i think that, that's sort of the way it's, it's looking at what it, do you it? think we should look out for nick in your view yeah. on the game petrarca and supposedly he has not stopped since the grand final he didn't celebrate he just went straight to the gym so he's been at the gym since after handing over the premiership cup he's just been working so he's one i think really to be watching um for 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 the game i think he's going to be a really uh, big bogey for us um, okay. And um, yeah, predictions. Predictions. Uh, dogs by two. Dogs by a goal. Oh my god! Okay. Good. Yes. Right. Two goal. Oh, that works. Whatever we get the four points and we, and we can sort of jump up and down in front of the um, the cheese eaters and the cheese boards. It'd be great to go with that. So oh, it's think- good stuff. So good good choices. Um, we'll look out for the picks uh, coming up, and um, you've got your tick ticket organised. Oh, I'm going to get onto it after this, Jace. Good stuff. Okay. I've, been, I've been very busy. I've got I've got some rages to look after, so it's been very busy. But I'll get that. Um, okay. Yep, that was the siren there, Jace. Um, so I think that's sort of it for our season two opener. Um, I guess all the things we need to be worrying about is is going to be starting off in about six days. We've got the girls to watch over the weekend, and hopefully that goes really well. Um, and the boys are ready to play and, and start the season with four points. That's what we're bang. That's right. Let's go. Go, doggies. Go, doggies. Woof, woof.